Alright guys, welcome to another episode of the Wavy New Yorker Podcast. I'm your boy Elijah Taylor on the other side of the mic, on the other side of the country. Have one of my OGs from college. My boy Chris Welch. Chris, how you doing, my man? I'm doing good. What's good with you, Eli? Good to I'm check good. up with you, bro. Loki, I I just realized <laughs> I have not seen you since your wedding, bro. It's been that long. Yeah, I was telling about her, two years. I was telling my wife. I was telling her I was going to be on the pod today, and I was telling minute. her who I was going to be with. I was like, "Yeah, he was a uh, Eli was at the wedding and everything." I was wild and drunk. Up, <laughs> pulled up on. It's almost been about it. two years, almost coming up on Columbus. Is it was yeah. like Columbus Day weekend, right? Uh, October sixth. So. October sixth. So you about to be two years happily made. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Appreciate the love. But appreciate since it. then, I feel like a lot has changed. How have you been? <laughs> I know you're living now in Seattle, right? Yeah. So we in Washington right now. You know, I co- it's a flyover state. No, 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 no. Ain't no flyover state. Bro, that's, that's the reason the reason Washington can't be a flyover state because once you go past <laughs> Washington, ain't nothing but water. So you the edge of the country. You can't necessarily <laughs> be a flyover. And at least I could say like Washington got shit going on out there and shit. Like it's a established civilization i don't think y'all got farms out there i mean it's i mean if it wasn't for seattle and you know microsoft and google and starbucks starbucks (laughs) and everybody i mean it's a very it's a beautiful state you know um it's a little different for like a being for a city kid growing up in brooklyn and stuff yeah you know it's more of like an outdoor state so if you like camping so if it's, it's for the people that like camping and hiking so if you like camping i heard it's and hiking, like a it's a hybrid of oregon and like the city parts of california where you got the trees of oregon but it's still an established city but it's not bad i mean i think the part of the problem is growing up in new york like our standards is like this high and I'm starting to come to the conclusion, like after New York, like the rest of the country, just kind of trash. Not trash, but it's not. It's not New York, <laughs> no matter what. So, I mean, I've definitely been to states like I like Texas and I like Atlanta a lot. Like, you know, I could you, do those. You went out. Th- you went out there for the wedding. So I could do I, Atlanta. I, like, I could do Atlanta. I, I like Atlanta, but like here, it's just it's just a, like a it's just a culture shock. It's just a totally different culture and. You know, if you're not open minded and like if you don't like those two things and you're yeah. not really going to enjoy it, you might. The only thing y'all might enjoy, like I could see New Yorkers, New Yorkers enjoying, you know, you can buy weed like it's like a candy <laughs> store. You could literally yeah. go to the store and buy like weed that's the culture shock with people once they go over there, especially with the crackheads. They're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, they out there. They make it look mad pretty, though. The stores, the, the shit out there is like crazy. Yeah. That's how they monetize like- it. They be looking like the Apple store out here. <laughs> Should be spotless. It really be clean. I'm be like, uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, so I guess for the people that don't know you, let's just give them a little overview about how we how we met. So for y'all that don't know, Chris was one of my OGs in college at LIU. We ran on a team on the track team together. I knew of you because we had like mutual teammates that well, I had high school teammates that yeah. you know you had mutual friends. So I knew of you before going in but obviously chris was that guy chris was a first of all if y'all don't know chris chris is fucking tall as shit (laughs) (laughs) and if you ever ran i I think i've only ran in a race with you once and i was like okay i understand why niggas don't run behind you this nigga chris got a long ass stride you will get clipped like honestly you know how people keep six feet in covid in a race, you want to keep six feet between you and Chris just because my man got mean back kick his legs is dumb long. I'm like, all right, I gotta get it, I gotta get from behind this nigga. So 
but nah, Chris was really good. Uh, 800 runner, uh, quarter mile hurdler. My boy Chris done it all. But um, how was it like for life trans- transitioning from like student athlete to real world? I know we've all been through that. How was it for you? Uh, I think it was, I think it was tough. So when I graduated, well, before I graduated, really, that was when the Brooklyn Nets was first getting into Brooklyn. So, you know, they had little programs with LIU. So before I even graduated, you know, I was still running track, obviously full time. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I did, I worked on campus a little bit and I was commuting. I didn't need the dorm. (laughs) So let's just put that in perspective. Yo, I ain't going to lie to you. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah, I, I be thinking about what a commuter lifestyle would have been for me. And I don't think I could have made it just cause there's no, there's no time. Bro, I was, I was, I was doing track. I was a full time track athlete. <laughs> I was taking full time credits. I worked. I worked. I don't even know where I worked at that point. I, I worked <laughs> in the library. I worked at the oh, what was it the Cumble Cumble? Oh, the Cumble. Yeah, whatever that shit. Was. <laughs> where else I worked? Oh, I worked in the gym. Jesus, I worked in the gym. In the Not rack? all together, but like yeah, the rack. So like I. You know, I it was levels to this. Like my first two years, <laughs> I think Sheldon, Sheldon Golf. I don't know if you remember. Him, I, I think he's a sprinter, he, right? Yeah, he put me on. He put me on in the library or whatever. But blase blase. So, so I think like after after a while, it was just like tough. I started off working with the Brooklyn Nets, um, in like sales, and you know it was cool. I got to go to the first few concerts. I went to the J cons that first. Oh, the Jay Z shit. Then he yeah. did like seven shows. Like yeah. the first couple, he was wilding. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. was wilding. I, I, I got a whole bunch of merch. I took my mom's <laughs> to the concert out there. All that type of stuff. And then you know, I think one day, um, one day I just thought about. It. I was like, bro, like you know, these checks is cool, but I'm still living in the basement. You feel me? So I'm like, dang, where can I go? I was like, I really don't like the, I really don't like shoveling snow. I don't like raking up leaves or whatever because my mom still got a crib. So, you know, I I really wasn't feeling doing all that work. So, you know, I was just like, man, I gotta, I gotta, I got some family in Florida. I got some family in Atlanta. You know, where can I really go? And um, you know, the weather's a lot nicer. So, you know, I went out on limb and I and asterisk here, I was talking to somebody that was in in savannah but i didn't go to i didn't end up going there but you know i figured atlanta's cool spot you know i've been i visited a couple times so literally just woke up one day and just did i'm out i said mom i'm (laughs) out i just said mom i'm out packed up the honda civic uh, (laughs) and just pulled up on my uncle i overthink my uncle knew i was planning on staying to be honest even tell him I I i just pulled up I just pulled up to him with the suitcase. He was like, "What?" <laughs> he was like, "Whoa, where, where you, where you, what you planning on doing? Like, what's your plan?" I didn't, bro. I didn't even apply to no jobs. That's you just how, like, yo, fuck it. I yo, literally, usually, I and you literally, know what's crazy? What you doing isn't even crazy, but it's usually people do it wherever they live in, and they come to New York. It's not usually the other way around. Bro, bro <laughs> I literally, I didn't even bother applying for a job or nothing. But um, I, so, either way, I I got a job and like. The first two days it was trash though it was like um <laughs> i think I, I got my first i worked for like a week or maybe like um three weeks at um la fitness Jeez. um it was terrible they paid ass don't ever work for LA. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like I, I know somebody that just quit their job at la fitness was working there for like two weeks bro <laughs> like exactly yeah. that bad bro like i couldn't like it was Corporate like gyms my, ain't the one 
It was modern day slavery. And you know, that was kind of like what my degree was in. So, you know, I was kind of like, yeah. So I was like, I think everybody, everybody I know, except for a few people at LIU, they forced that sports science shit heavy, man. I don't know anybody that doesn't have a sports science degree at LIU. Bro, it was so fun. You know, I I think, um, so I switched my majors a couple of times, but you know, when I got in the science field, I was really looking to kind of go like the athletic training route. Mm-hmm. Um, like I took a couple of those classes. I I enjoyed it, but I don't know. I I um I think I spoke. I think I chose sports management because I feel like I feel like I like the business aspect of it, and you know <clears throat> I kind of had the idea that um like I think even me and I think me and Brian was taking classes together, so we were kind of thinking of like doing the law school thing or what blase blase. Mm-hmm. But you know, trying to be like that agent type shit. Yeah, like negotiating contracts for players and <laughs> stuff like that. But you know, it was kind of it was kind of weird. Like, I don't know, I don't know if you could relate, but like, if you, it's like just leaving the environment of the team and everything. Yeah, kind of, and the just being around people that's athletic and stuff, you kind of lose that passion for it. Like that is it. I could imagine that. Like, like as soon as I left, like as soon as I left New York, like I really didn't have that drive to push for like athletics and stuff like that. Yeah. I think especially if you've been doing it your whole life, for some people it just comes to like an abrupt stop. It's like, all right, I'm over it and shit. And, not to shit on LAU back at, back then they probably didn't really have the like, program support that they have i mean now you see they got hove launching the whole school of fucking sports management and shit so and and i got i'm a loop in the kill kill just joined the call kill how you doing my man can you hear i'm 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 just listening welcome welcome to the discussion i had to loop you in but uh yeah now i had had to i had to get in this with chris man my shit was fucking up i appreciate y'all shout out i I be I be hearing y'all shout outs in the episode. I just want to make sure. Nah, nah. We love yeah, Chris. Man. Chris is what be, you deem a friend of the pod. <laughs> E-hole legend. E-hole legend, man. We was actually just talking about this last podcast. But back yeah. to Jay-Z. So now LIU now has you whole, be they got a whole school of business. And it's you should like, be shitting on LIU, by the way. I'm not shitting on it. Why, am I, why shouldn't I be shitting on it? I don't shit on them. I'm just LIU saying this shit would have been nice. How we not going to shit on the baby sharks? Yeah, come on, man. The baby sharks, but it's just it, it, that's neither here nor there. But you know, <laughs> LIU does shit that they do the right thing down the line when you when you're not there and you're not giving them money anymore. But whatever, neither here or there. But uh, so let's fast forward. So now you're in Atlanta, and obviously everything in life happens for a reason. Obviously, I'm assuming you met your current wife in Atlanta, right? Yeah, I did. So now you've been married two years, and what's the Perfect. wedding planning life like? Because I, I could imagine how stressful the planning and then the execution of it is. Walk us through that. For us young people right here, because I got a lot of listeners who's in their young 20s, early 30s. They I'm coming a up. A divorce. Yeah, he was married yeah. for a little bit, too. Yeah, Shit, I'm married. the only one in this chat right now that has never been married. Um, I mean, to be honest, I really didn't do much, to be honest. <laughs> really? I- I just pulled up to where I was told to pull up, you know, the most I probably did was like for the groomsmen and stuff. Like, you know, I flew back to New York and went to men's warehouse, you know, my brothers and stuff. Do the color and coordination all, and shit. Yeah. Just made sure everybody had their suits together so you- and made sure they shipped it here and there. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but, um, and you know, 
probably like the ba- the bachelor party and our, our trip we went to um dr and stuff like that besides that i really <laughs> wasn't too much into the planning um that sounds so great. i think I, I did some of the food tasting so um we had um i definitely was the creator for the lollipop um what is it lollipop lamb I was going to say your menu, your menu. I was like, Chris had to have had influence. I forgot what yeah. was on it, but I was like, okay, what yeah. was it? What? Yeah, we had it catered by um this Trinidadian. Um, okay, this, it was a catered by a Trinidadian restaurant out okay. in um out in Atlanta. So yeah, I, I kind of helped influence <laughs> that. Nah, food is good. Food is good. So yeah, yeah, appreciated that. But besides that, really, pretty much, you was chilling. Um, I was basically chilling. She found the <laughs> wife, found the venue, and everything. And, so, you know. so for, for your wife, it was way more work on her end than it was oh, for you. For sure, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> by, by far, you know, the probably the hardest thing that I see her stressing about is those invitations, like um, just making an Excel spreadsheet and doing the cards and finding like the vendor to Jesus. make the invitations. That was probably the, in my opinion, for my eyes, I looked like that was the most work. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get everybody addresses and yeah stuff like responding that. back yeah so that sounds like hell man tough and buying stamps lord jeez <laughs> i could imagine well i that sounds music to my ears I, I always thought it was a stressful process for both people but that the fact that it's left on the bride i i'm cool with me <laughs> yeah, she, she, i mean hey it just depends she took it upon herself i, I, I feel mean you. i hope sometimes the little... get out the way Cause sometimes with our input is just you know we might fuck it up. I, I just you know I hear you though. But uh, let's get on to so right now let's talk about your Air Force. Like right now you're in the Air Force, correct? Correct. So how how did that go about? What led you to that? And how like I, I know you 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 had a YouTube video about it, but for the people that don't know, let's talk about like how did that process go about and what it's really like in terms okay. of training. Okay. Whatever so, you classified to tell us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> so I, I always thought about doing it. Um well what else I got in Atlanta, so I got a couple cousins or whatever that's like officers and stuff in the air. Well, one is an officer, one is like a staff sergeant in the Air Force. And um you know, I just I just I, I to be honest, you know, being from New York and stuff, I never thought that was the path for me. You know. <laughs> You know, for obvious reasons, but, you know, I just never been the person that likes being talked down to or being told what to do, blase, blase. Just not my personality. I, my personality, like I'm more of an entrepreneur. Like I want to feel like I'm my own boss. I like to be told I need to be here at eight o'clock or whatever, like some shit like that. But, um, I don't know. Like when, once I got to like Atlanta, um, and as we were kind of talking on like the careers and stuff, I kind of felt like I wasn't going anywhere with the degree I had. And I felt like um, the military is a great way to kind of go into a new career path without going to college again. Cause yeah, I, yeah. I'm that not trying to do that shit again. <laughs> so, um, so I, I originally tried to start the process in, a, in Atlanta like probably like the within the first year I got there and I, I kind of talked to a, a recruiter. I walked in the recruiter's office like one day and it made me take like this. Um, so in order to get into the Air Force, maybe in, in all branches, I'm not sure, but specifically for the Air Force, you got to take this test called the ASVAB. 
Don't ask me what that stands for. I <laughs> really don't know. Uh, but you have to take this ASVAB test. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of like an SAT type test. Um, so, you know, I got like algebra, English, and then it has like some off the wall mechanic stuff that, you know, like if a gear is turning this way, what would this gear turn? Type weird, like <laughs> weird stuff like you would have to study for. It. But um, I ended up taking like a practice test and like I didn't like the on the practice test. I didn't really score what I wanted to score, but it was just the practice test. So I ended up my wife ended up well, my girlfriend at the time, not my wife. She ended up buying me the um like an ASFAB for dummies book so I could kind of like practice. I'm laughing because my girl did that same thing. I'm looking at a for dummies book I had for yeah. something else I wanted to do was like app development. And <laughs> that that's yeah. such a like girlfriend thing to do. Right. So <laughs> but like I really got into it at the time because I was like, bro, there's so many benefits that you can oh, get hi. for like the family, blah blah blah. blah. Um, even school and stuff, but like um at the time you know even though she bought she bought me the book like she wasn't really trying to she wasn't really hear what i was saying like i don't for whatever reason at the time <laughs> so but i i got the book she bought the book but i ain't open it so <laughs> 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 to god i didn't open it, it <laughs> and then and then like fast forward to make a long story short um so we moved to dallas so after the wedding we moved to dallas or whatever and then the book just like pops up out of nowhere, like out of one of the boxes or whatever. So I'm just That's looking the at Lord. the book. Huh? <laughs> That's the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, pull up. <laughs> the, book, the book just pop out of nowhere. I'm like, bro, I was just thinking to myself, like, I really never gave this a chance. So I never even like opened the book. So I took like, I took like maybe like a month or whatever to kind of like go through the math problems. Cause you know, algebra and stuff. I ain't good at that, you know. Yeah, once you ain't numbers, use it, it's like numbers what's this and letters. <laughs> numbers and letters don't belong together. You feel me? That's, how, that's the way I feel. So um, I took some time practice on that, and um, once I felt like a hundred percent confident, I went and talked to a recruiter out there, and um, I took the actual. I, well, he gave me a practice to do too, and I scored really good. So then he scheduled me for the like the official test. Uh, I took that. I did good. And um, so, like, to go through the further through the process, you kind of so you don't well, you kind of can pick you can pick your job, I guess, kind of if you're OK. So if you're willing to wait, you can pick your job low key. OK. And so, Bo, so like I had like so they send you like a list of jobs you qualify for um, depending on your score. So um, you just go through that and you kind of could submit like your top eight or whatever. And then okay. you could go you could go that route. So I had like bro, I was thinking like, yo, what's the best job? like my head since I'm an older, since I'm like an older recruit pretty much. So I'm yeah. thinking like, yo, I ain't about to do this 20 years. What <laughs> job can I get in the Air Force that I can use in the civilian world real quick? Because you know they hire they hire military quick, quick, yeah. quick. So I'm thinking like, yo, I could work at the airport. Let me do like um um air traffic control and stuff okay. like that like they had that as a job they had all that on there so i had that on my list but that's smart I to think about it like that too like what i'm gonna yeah. do after this yeah like most people don't like I, 18 I, I most recruits like are like that. probably like 18 or whatever so yeah. like they don't really they, they're like yo 
send me out infantry or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't think about like the career. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let me get the good stuff. Um, it's not funny. That's the truth. That's honestly the truth. And I'll get to what I experienced before I shipped out. But um, so anyway, like I didn't even have the job I have now on my list. But, you know, my recruiter just texted me like out of the blue, like a, a couple of days after I submitted my jobs. He was like, yo, so this silver engine, silver engineer thing just popped up on my board or whatever. Are you interested? I was looking at it like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah, give me that. Um, so I ended up so fast forward, ended up going to that. And like, um, so to the map, so the so the maps, so we get shipped out of like this place called MEPS. Damn, what does that stand for? I don't even remember. Don't but, <laughs> but um, it's this building where everybody in the military gets shipped out to go wherever the hell they're going. And like, you know, it was like, so of course it's like dumb like like air force is like it's really hard to get in the air force by the way really like you it's really hard i always get. said if i had to pick yeah. a branch it would be I air, force. air force navy. and i i think most black people think that way i don't want to yeah. do nothing with navy because i don't fuck with water and then i guess most black people have the right. army mentality like i'm gonna get shot <laughs> so it was always air force and me but still bro, bro it was i would probably like one of through like three people that was going, that was shipping the day. And it was like, everybody in there was like army. It was like 70 army people shipping out to wherever the hell they were going. And, Jesus. you know, you, you kind of like, since there's so many, you know, they kind of like naming out the, your jobs or whatever mm-hmm. before they leave. There's like, I swear to you, like 90% of them was infantry. I was Jesus. Like, God, damn. <laughs> I was like, that is crazy. But, um, as far as basic training goes, so basic training was like in San Antonio, uh, Texas, mm-hmm. and it was it was super nice. Uh, I went in like October, like yeah, October coming up, and uh, it was it was tough. Uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, it was tough. But uh, before I even start on the story, <laughs> great respect to those in the Army, Marines, because um, I, you know, they'll say we the we like. You know, they call Air Force like the cheerleaders. Like our basic training is nowhere near like yeah, whatever, whatever, the, whatever those guys go through is <laughs> nowhere near like we uh, like we might as well be staying at the Ritz Carlton. <laughs> to those guys. Really? But, what does it entail? But um, yo, it's just tough. It's just like I had like, for instance, like I didn't even dorm. So that's probably like the first time I had to be in a room with like whole bunch of random people (laughs) so um it was just tough like you know as soon as you get there you know you gotta give up your right like not your rights but you giving up your phone and you're giving up your phone you're giving up your um your clothes well not right away but like in the first two days you're giving up your you packing up your civilian clothes and then you're getting you're getting issued your like military gear (laughs) like your standard issue gear like y'all all wearing the same shit every day and oh my god, don't don't go to <laughs> shaving off your head. They take you to oh, the oh, bro, they really do that, bro. This is the crazy. Oh, I never experienced no, no, like no shape ups. Life. No hell, dude. No. <laughs> they have you, you know, I got the I got the widow's peak. They got me out there looking oh. hella crazy. So oh, and, and, and and it's like the razor they had was ridiculous. They got like the hose. You ever seen them? 
with the razors, like with the with holes. The skinhead shit. Oh, yeah, oh, like it got like the holes. So as soon as they cut the hair, it's like vacuuming up the holes. I felt like I, oh no, no, no lie. Yeah. They line they line you up like um heel to toe, um like a, like you a cattle. You ever seen like the little like, like when they about to get shaved for their fur? <laughs> yeah, I feel like heel like everybody heel to toe, heel to toe, like and you just uh-huh. walk in to get your hair cut off, like. I felt bad for a lot of people in the um flight I was in. Like some people had like braids and stuff. Oh, like, I was like, I was like, What's damn, that's that's tough. You get that what one about- bad haircut, you can't come back. Yeah, <laughs> it's over, that's bro. Crazy. Bro, I will show you some pictures. I look bad. I probably posted some, <laughs> matter of fact, but I look bad. They touch your facial hair too. Like everything had to go. Yeah, you, I had to shave. I had to shave before um, you go there. Yeah, I, I shaved before just to see what I look like because I don't even know what I look like. But that's like a rule. No. Like I cannot come in there with facial hair braids. That's dead. That's, that's dead. crazy. That's, I had to get a waiver. <laughs> I had to get a waiver for this. Really? Like I look, bro. I will show you pictures. I look <laughs> like really a bad. <laughs> bro, I look. I look bad without a mustache, bro. What? Like I look crazy, bro. Nah. I, I mean, I probably look younger. I look a lot younger without it, but I just yeah. look. For me, I just don't know myself. Without a like some type of hair on my face, that's hilarious. But yeah, it it was just crazy, you know. Getting you gotta get we got woken up, you know. Just just crazy. They can't really do anything to you. Uh, so you know, after a while, it's kind of like y'all just talking. They couldn't curse at you. Okay. So, Did they be screaming and shit? They be screaming. They be like, "It's like hey, well, private wealth. Get your ass up." Instead of cursing, they'll be like they'll they'll do like a the scissor the scissor hand type thing, and they'll be like, "What the piss?" It'd be funny. trying to get your reaction out of you. So, so yeah. what's the like? So, what's their purpose of doing it? Just to kind of toughen you, or like, like what is their goal to do that? Yeah, I think it's kind of to toughen you up, seeing if you're mentally stable enough to prepare yourself so like i i really called it like a mini deployment because okay. it might as well have been a deployment because you're away from your family and you know you just gotta you know we learned how to and it it, it, it left it so there's no distractions because you know we had to learn like stuff for the military so like we learned how to march and stuff like that and okay yeah. what's were the physical aspect oh my bad kill go ahead my fault would you were you, you ever deployed anywhere or no, nah, yeah, I've never been there. deployed. Don't expect to be either. Let me, not let me get wood, some wood. But... Yeah, let me get some wood. Oh, I did not throw <laughs> out. <laughs> but but no, nah, honestly, for my career path, um, a lot of the people that I know that's in the career path, they they mainly go to like Qatar and stuff like that. And I I hear that's like pretty much like a vacation. Yeah, so, um, nice. it's not too far from Dubai and stuff. So it's, it's yeah, chill. that sounds decent. Like I know, uh, our, one of our teammates, old teammates, Nikolai, he's like in the Marines. He's like in like Japan right now, and I'm just like, yeah. damn, bro, like that shit is far. Like I, I heard, I heard Japan is really nice. For what no, I heard. Japan is nice. This really shit nice. is just far though. Like Jesus. Hey, hey, I just know to respect that man, Nikolai, for what he, what I know he goes through. Because <laughs> could it be me? But what's Shut the up, physical Nikolai. aspect? Are they like making you like run and shit? Are they making you like? You know, do push-ups. Um, yeah, it's for for us. It's just like um, you'll laugh. It's all you got to do in the air force is thirty-three push-ups, <laughs> uh, four, forty-five it. sit-ups, or something <laughs> like that. And um, 
Damn, I have bro. We had we're not even PT. I haven't PT in a very long time, but I think it's like a mile and a half. Like that's it. I believe. I yeah, all you gotta do is run a mile and a half. But it's not like. But the Air Force is different because we're not really like. You know, we more planes, like we more. Yeah, you're not boots on the ground type shit. Like we, yeah, like we not like that's for like the Marines and the no, Army, Army and stuff. So like that's why they be doing. That's why they like I work on a joint base, so okay. you know they still they still PT and like Air Force hasn't PT'd and since this so COVID wait, for thing us, started. For those of us that don't know what's PTing exactly. So that's just like physical training. So physical like, training. Uh, okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. So they doing the ruck, the ruck runs with all like their equipment all on their back, like seventy pounds plus <laughs> on their back, running, running probably like three plus miles and stuff Jesus. with all their equipment on their back. Crazy. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like, good. I feel good about me thinking if I ever had to do this would be Air Force. I, I, after hearing this, I stand by that. <laughs> my my yeah. opinion has not changed in the slightest. Yeah, I mean, they all have their pros and cons. Like, I think, I think a lot of people, like, if you're younger, um, I could see why a lot of people would join the army, though, because I think they give you, like, uh, maybe a few more incentives for, like, education mm-hmm. for college and stuff. Uh, I, and I think they give you, like, more sign on bonuses, whereas Air Force is very rare, the, uh, unless you do, like, uh, um, EOD. It's that's like the people that pick up like the explosives and stuff. Oh fuck no! <laughs> Off the nah. thing, you you get like a sign on <laughs> bonus. Like if you do the crazy careers, you get like the sign on bonuses. Where, but like uh, I think Army will give you like sign on bonuses. Like okay, you okay. Them and stuff. So I can understand yeah. why people might do it. So I mean, I feel you. So I feel you. But all in all, man, it's it's been a good experience. Um, it, it flew by for sure, and you know it sucked. While I was there, it sucked while I was there, and you know we made the best of it. We was we was playing currency and basic was like cough <laughs> drops. We was, people was gambling cough drops and uh, wow, it was just crazy. <laughs> and you don't get to speak to your family at all. There's no calls. Like, how does that uh, work? Yeah, we we got calls. So I say we got like maybe prison. like yeah, <laughs> that's what I was about to say. <laughs> we, we got like we got like. Maybe two or three fifteen minute calls. Oh, okay. Damn. And they got yeah. time on that shit. Yeah. Okay. T- Jesus. Time calls. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it was all right. It was all right. It, to be honest, but you know what what made it okay though is cause we got to I got I mainly wrote letters. So I wrote letters mm-hmm. like every day. And you can mail out letters and stuff. As many so. as you want. That's real old school. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, real so. old school. I, I I'd probably be on that time too. Yeah, so you know, I'm still in touch with the wife and family and stuff because you know we was writing letters every day. Hmm. So, what's the people like in the Air Force you work with? Like, like, what are they like on a daily basis? Is they like working with them? Like, is it like very like strict? Do you find Air Force people to be like kind of laid back once you're like done with basic training? Or like, what are they like? Like, I know Army got mad maga niggas. Like, for example, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Like, is Air Force similar? Um, so from my experience, I will say, you know, I don't know if just from training and stuff, I feel like they kind of put on a front, like, you know, it's just going to be tough, a lot of blase, blase. Mm-hmm. But from my experience, um, everybody's chill. Like, it's just like hey, working a regular, it's like working a regular job, to be honest, a regular nine to five. And, um, nah, it's not, 
nobody's tough nobody yelling at you disrespecting you or whatever um but i do think it might be different like in the marines at least i don't maybe not the army army seems cool too yeah probably but uh i think i think the marines got like a different yeah you gotta just be wired differently for the marines like everywhere be crazy (laughs) marines is crazy Bro, they're Jeez. they're funny. They're they're, <laughs> they're. I met a lot of smart Marines, but they're they are they are funny as hell. Man, I could never. They 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 be cur- they curse like crazy dude. But it'd be, yeah, they, that sounds cool. about right. <laughs> <sighs> but nah, I mean, yo, kudos to you on that, man. I appreciate. I I I I I, uh, I really respect the, that you took that that path, and I just think it's dope. And I think that's good for people listening that sometimes thinking like, damn, like, am I going to jump in this shit? Like, I think a lot of people assume the only roles are like infantry roles and all this shit and that you got to go to war. I think people got to understand that there's more to it than just, yo, you're going to go out there and get shot. Like, Oh, hell yeah. Bro, one of the, you could be a photographer. If you have dreams of being a photographer, you could literally be a photographer in the Air Force. You could take, literally just take photos. Like, that's your job. (laughs) You could be like. Like might start looking into that. Yeah, it's like it's like any anything you would do in the civilian world, like literally all the jobs you would do in the civilian world, literally are in the Air Force. Like journalism, whatever you're trying to do, interesting. Like, you you can definitely do it. All right, well, my job keep pissing me off. I might have to reconsider <laughs> life. <laughs> but yeah, you might have to reconsider. But uh, let's let's transition from this. Let's talk a little bit. For for one, you have a very you have a YouTube channel full of shit. You you post it like almost every other week. It feels like sometimes you touch into a lot of a lot of real life stuff that you deal with, but then you touch into a lot of at least you used to a lot of stuff between like rap and like in the rap community and stuff. So let's just yeah. talk a little bit about the fuckery we have going on. We have Cardi B I, I finally I, divorced oh or set. I don't know why I thought they had been divorced for like a year. This shows you how old I am as an old man and I don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. But I saw it on the news. It was it was breaking news yesterday on Channel 7. Cardi B divorced. Breaking news? Seven. Really? What's your... <laughs> oh, I, I'm gassing. It wasn't breaking, but it was... Jesus. They had to put that shit in the news cycle. What was your thoughts on it, Chris? What do you, did you think that shit was real? Um. So, yeah, I think... It, I don't well, I don't know if it's real or not, but I mean I feel like from like just like what everybody was saying online, you know, he he's been doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like like yesterday, dude. Like why why like why now? Like why leave him now? Like I, I think it had to have been something big, like I think mm-hmm. some articles were saying he got somebody pregnant or whatever. I was that like, would make sense. I was like I was like, that could be the only thing because that's that's pretty embarrassing. So yeah, uh, that, yeah, that yeah, and that's, that's usually cool. where it goes. Yeah, but um, you know, I feel like she's been shutting down the rumors for a while now. Like she's been shutting down and cleaning up his mess for a hot minute. But yeah, once you have a baby, yeah. like that, that's like, come on, bro. That's usually how it is, isn't that? How Melo got knocked right with Lala. It was all good until you knocked up another chick, and I think once that happens, but, there's certain things in life you could come back from. That's Facts. what they would deem unforgivable. But come on, that, that girl, that girl that that Carmelo got knocked up. I don't know if you see her on Instagram. Yeah, she, yeah, she's a bad one. She's a baddie. She's better yeah. than Lala. She, she can't even be oh, yeah. like Lala. Lala can't even be mad though. 
Come on. <laughs> Come on. Lala's not all that to me. Nah, nah. Honestly, Lala. I don't think Lala's all that Lala. either. Honestly. Lala can't even be mad. Like, honestly, if Lala go on her page, she got to be like, all right. Man, I all right, I see. But, like, I mean, <laughs> yo, Melo probably still dealing with it, but you know the vibes. But, uh, nah. I mean, honestly, I feel like it's been mad messy shit happening in rap, and we still have this Tory Lanez, Megan Thee Stallion shit. What do you think is going to happen with the remainder of Tory Lane's career, do you think he could actually like bounce back from this, or is it over, fam? I think he could bounce back. I like, think, I'm like, I'm not a huge fan of him like that, but you know, I think I mean they, I mean we forgave and you. I know you a big Chris Brown fan, so love Breezy, love Breezy. <laughs> I, I I think people get over it. I think he just got to keep laying low and just he need to maybe do some charity and. Oh yeah, more than that. <laughs> do, do something, but I don't know if he has to just stay in Canada because I know they're trying to k- kick him out. Get him out. But I, I, I was reading somewhere that like I don't even think it's that easy because apparently like he went to high school out here in like in like Florida and shit. Like he's grown up most of his life in America, from what I've heard. So I'm like, I don't really know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how true it is. I don't know if he needs to serve some time like Breezy did. <laughs> I think <laughs> doing some jail time for him would be good. Just so we I could just, be like, all right, so you good. know, he, he got he got punished a little bit, you know, you feel me? But I mean, I definitely don't condone what he did. And his excuse was lame. He shouldn't even yeah. have said nothing. But that's um, my thing. I, I, I think if he just sticks to like music. Or whatever, and because bro, he did this at the worst time. I tell you, <laughs> I mean, this yo, was probably honestly, his best year. About, yo, this, this is his best, best year. year. Yo, he won twenty twenty. Everybody lost. Everybody lost in quarantine except him. He won bro, quarantine. Bro, he's he was he tripping. Bro, he was at the all time high in quarantine. Three O series lead the way I felt bro. he had, and then bro. he just fumbled the bag with bro, that shit. He could have probably got a major deal on radio or something like that. I just thought at Spotify. this point, yeah, Spotify, whatever. It just, yo, it was at this point. I was never a big fan of him like that. I actually had some personal beef with him because some bullshit he did in Vegas once where he didn't pull <laughs> up to said venue after oh, niggas right. bought tickets. But, you know, niggas, niggas yeah. forget that. Niggas forget that when you pitting on quarantine radio after, you know, time after time i was like all right this kid might you know he might be a cool guy but then the, the gunshot shit it was like come on bro how much were those tickets <sighs> bro i think that night i don't want to talk about it it's probably 80 dollars <laughs> bro you made 80 that's crazy man y'all are nah. bugging to one oak after that i said i, I don't think i've ever been to one oak again after that day bro but it was it. just like to me, it was like, I, and I remember going on his IG that day. He was like trying to do a show in Louisiana. He was doing a show in Louisiana, but then I guess his dumb ass was on drugs or got drunk and fell asleep and missed his flight to, to Vegas the same day. So he missed the show. And I was just like, bro, like, I'm wasting my Saturday night. This club is whack. You ain't even come here to play tunes. Like, I could have been anywhere <laughs> no, in the Vegas tight. strip. And I'm in bum ass <laughs> One Oak for fucking Daystar Peterson. Like, bro, I was <laughs> off that. <laughs> I was see, done my, with him. See, my ass is so ratchet. I would have just called my bank fraudulent. That's a fraudulent. <laughs> <laughs> if I'd known about that back then, I Bruh. definitely would have done that. 100%. Bro, I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny that I do that. All the time. <laughs> I should have. 
I should have done that when Lauren Hill performed. We waited three hours for her to come. Her ass Jesus. never came. And the Barclays. When was this? And the Barclays? Oh, yeah, five years ago. Yeah, I think I think yeah with performers and I know shit happens. Yo, that's unforgivable. Like if I pay for your show and you don't show, I need my money back like a thousand percent. Cardi B did that shit to us too. Oh my god. It's funny. Uh, what the hell? This might have been the same <laughs> yeah, you year. Got bad but you know, and it's funny how life come full circle. Cause I remember people saying that was apparently the day. It was we was in Vegas. They was like Offset had proposed to her that day. Apparently, like before they did their little fake, like you know for show type shit. Apparently, that was the day he did it. And in my head, I'm like, I don't give a fuck about your proposal. Like, <laughs> niggas done spent eighty to a hundred dollars to come see you at this bum ass pool party. It was mad ratchet. And she ain't even come, and I didn't even really like Cardi B, but I was like, "Yo, where was that? It's gonna be lit." It was at a uh, Planet Hollywood in Vegas, man. Bro, bad luck in Vegas. Bad luck, yeah. I think not. Not to sound like a dickhead, but I gotta stop supporting these ratchet ass artists. Like, you gotta. There's certain artists that have like, you could just tell like the way they're ran. Like they they're they're not gonna miss shows. That's the thing. Like Travis ain't gonna miss shows. Big Sean, those type of guys, they're going to be on yeah, time. They're going to be there. Cardi B, her ghetto ass, man. It's like, bro, you lucky if she even make it to the venue on time. But <laughs> that's my biggest luck, man. That's my biggest luck. Shit, I'm trying to think. It's uh, funny. Um, I think when I went to Vegas, when I went to Aria, I think, I can't remember how much I paid. At the Aria? I think that's what the, what's that club called? Is it Aria? Jewel? Oh, Dreas, Dreas, Dreas. Dre, Dreas, 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 Dreas. Oh my God, I, I love this. Dre, we went to Dre, Dre songs, shit. But I don't think I, I definitely know. I didn't pay no eighty dollars. I think I was supposed to go there for a Trey songs event one day. It was supposed to be Trey songs, Chris Brown, and Fifty Cent. It was the Floyd Mayweather McGregor fight weekend, but we didn't go. And thank God we didn't go. Apparently they was shooting that night. That's the same day that the uh, the dude on the Seattle Seahawks, a Michael Bennett guy, was like, apparently, like, the cops said, like, you know, I, I, I don't know if you know the story, but the cops had, like, tried to, like, arrest him or some shit. But, yeah, and, and something told me to not go that day. No, no, no actually, we were going to go that day, actually. What ended up happening is we got dubbed from the club. So I, I, I And this is when I realized on a fight night weekend in Vegas, it don't matter who you are. If it's at capacity, you're not getting in. We try to go to Dre's and and we and it's funny. This is so funny. <laughs> Paul George and Draymond Green, they're with their people. They're out here talking to the bouncer, trying to get in. The line is crazy. The line is round. Like yo, the line is crazy. I ain't never seen the line that long. <laughs> you see Draymond kind of talking with his hand, like yo, like come on, like I'll pay you, like blah 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 blah. Niggas like nah, bro. Dubs those two niggas, Paul George and Draymond. <laughs> and then we end up going to another spot. I think it was inside the Aria called like Jewel. We get online for that. And then we see they ass. And then I guess that shit worked over there. But we end up getting dubbed. But um, it was just crazy. And then the next day you found out that the shit got shot up. So I was like, maybe it just wasn't meant to be. But I, yo, that's how Vegas be, bro. It don't even matter. Bro, it don't even matter. Bro, we were just living off the pool parties out there in Vegas. Yeah, what's your do? Like when you go out there, how do you be uh, giving it up? You do the pool party in the daytime, nightclub at night, or you can only do one in a one in a day. I know some people' bodies ain't built for two parties in a day. I only went out there one time, but um, you know, Elmo and um, <laughs> <laughs> I should. 
I don't I don't even feel like I really had the energy to stay up at night because we was doing like we went in like by Memorial weekend. So mm-hmm. like the day parties was like good enough for me. Like <laughs> to be honest, like we didn't even I didn't even get a chance to gamble or nothing, to be honest. Yeah, yeah um, you wouldn't be able to hang with me then because we'd be wilding, bro. We, we, <laughs> we don't sleep. Look, I I pretty much okay. Well, maybe we took a little nap for like an hour or two, but yeah, he did not. They did not want me to sleep, bro. Yeah, bro. Um, but yeah, we just mainly did the 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 day parties at the pools and stuff, and then we went to the club like maybe one or two nights. Yeah, it's tiring. It's a full time job. And kill you have been to Vegas. I've been to Vegas four times. Woo! One time I drove from Cali there. Jesus. Um. I don't really. I'm not. I don't really fuck with Vegas like that. You don't like the gambling. Nah, or... I, 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 I don't like it. it it's not it. for me. It's not for me. It's not for everybody. I love yeah. it. I love it. That was the worst part about COVID nineteen. I didn't get to do my annual trip this year, but yeah, we saw the we saw the we saw the videos and the pictures. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, wild times. I saw it. Wild times, man. Sad. <laughs> Very sad. Very sad. But uh, nah. Let's transition, man. And but since before I get off, I, I I can't believe I mentioned Paul George's name without fucking getting on him for that fuckery. Way off P. Playoff P. No way, George way off, off way, way off B. My bad. His name is George Paul. George Paul, <laughs> man. First of all, have you ever really examined that nigga's hairline? Like that shit is Perfect. mad weird. It's perfect, but it's mad weird how to like the angle there. There's like a sharp right angle. Like his hairline comes in the middle of his head. It goes up <laughs> 90 degree angle, goes here, comes back down 90 degree angle. That shit is mad weird. Like somebody penciled that shit in. But nah, yo, he 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 has to come to the front of the class, man. That shit, the that front. shit was disgusting. I mean, I, I I don't know why, but they created this narrative of being a bad guy, and this is why it doesn't pay to be the bad guy sometimes. Cause shit like this happened. It's one of those like you could only talk so much shit, and talking shit is great. I love talking shit more than anybody else. But the problem with talking shit is when you don't back it up, yo, you fall <laughs> flat on your face, bro. And that shit was disgusting. Oh man, these men was getting roasted by Damon. <laughs> really Peter. bad. Oh my god. That yo Twitter I Twitter I ain't never seen Twitter so happy to see another nigga's demise since then. Yo, they were going in, bro. <laughs> they kept showing that video of him hitting like the side of the backboard for the three-pointer and shit. It was like, yo, that's in a good the shot. fourth. How you doing that in the fourth quarter? Yo, it was bad. What do you have? 10, 10 and 1 or some shit yeah, like that? He had like 10 points. But what was crazier <laughs> is there was reports coming out saying like, yo. That niggas actually packed their bags the night before the game, thinking like, "Yo, this might be it." <laughs> and then not only that, they were saying in the fourth quarter, niggas was tired. They were like only able to play in three to four minute spurts. I'm like, "Yo, this is game seven. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all, niggas? Guys yo? are soft, man. They're soft, yo. I they could not got, have believed it. They must got some internal drama. Yo, they had to have wanted to go home. That had to be. Yeah, the they only didn't want to be there. I just don't understand because at this point in the bubble, the bubble is lit. You got your your, your families in the bubble now. You got uh, you got less niggas, so you got niggas leaving and you bringing your family in. They saying if you make it to the finals, you get to bring even more people. So now you can fly out the groupie hoes and shit. Like, <laughs> it's lit. I just didn't understand why now you would choose to fold. You know what I mean? So, look, <sighs> fuck I, don't, I don't know, but it's 
is super sad. We all get to see the the LA versus LA. And, yeah. yeah, might not ever happen. They just say show up. Yeah, and this is bro. When I tell you, this is the year. This is the year for teams like the Nuggets or whatever. I, I hope if, the Nuggets go all the way. If there's any year, <laughs> if there's any year you're planning on winning, this I hope the year, Nuggets say, go all this, the way. This would be the, <laughs> this is the funny. same story for Dame. Like yeah. if there was any year Dame was gonna win a championship, this is it. Be, it was gonna be and nobody's year. gonna talk down on it. Higgins gonna be like, yo, they played a high quality yeah. level of basketball in the bubble. Like that's just gonna be how it was remembered. Right. Hey, no other year you're gonna get what, four months off? Four months off, three months off, yeah. What, and then what reset. Other year, what other year are you gonna get that? <laughs> if this is if it's any year, this was the year. If any other team wanted to make it, this was the year. Yeah, no, hundred percent, man. I just that shit was funny, bro. That shit was funny. I hope the Nuggets win. The Nuggets win. I'll pull out my little. I got a fake. Uh, I got the Nuggets jersey. I, I call it the Gay Pride jersey. It got the little rainbow shit on it with the blue. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I got an old yeah, one. You gotta stop. <laughs> now I don't know how to name it. I don't. I don't know why else it would have a rainbow on it. I mean, I'm. I'm cool with it. <laughs> you know, it's just. I. I. I'll bust that jersey out though. If they make the conference finals. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But uh, <laughs> that's mad funny. But now, nah, before we wrap up, Chris, let's talk. Chris, let's talk a little bit about your your clothing line, the Chance clothing line. I see you got the hat on. I seen you got your whole uh, store online. Let's just talk a little bit about what inspired you to do that, and uh, just give us a little bit more about the brand itself. Yeah, so it's uh, ChanceClothingCo.com. dot you know, There you check go. Check that out. Check that out. Check that out. Check but that um, out. humble plug. <laughs> but nah, um, I really. The main purpose um, and the reason I kind of got motivated to starting that, starting the clothing line was, you know, I've seen a lot of people online with their clothing lines and things like that. And I've shopped at, you know, black people's clothing lines. And, there we go. Um, <laughs> I just felt like, you know, how could I put this? I mean, I would be blunt. I just felt like a lot of companies... Uh, just weren't doing like what they're supposed to. Like you'll order something, you get it four months to, later. Yeah, you order something, <laughs> you, you're supposed to get it like this week, next week, maybe you'll get it like a month later. And you know, I hate that. just I, I just felt like a lot of companies weren't representing you know the community properly. The community, so, well, yeah. You know, I kind of wanted to try to you know take a stab at it and see how I could do it, change the narrative, like. I feel like that with a lot of not only like the clothing line, like a lot of other companies that black people own. I feel like, you know, they be having people. They it's cool that you have like your family working there and stuff like that, but they don't know, be committed. <laughs> like, like you can't force people to work there. That's why they gonna have bad customer service because they <laughs> they tight that they there all day. Like, come on now, like spend a little extra money if you got to, whatever. Yeah. We want that Chick Fil A service in the black. Sorry, interview. Chick Fil A is the (laughs) gold standard of customer service. I don't care. Anything like it? Yeah, like uh, as much as people hate him for his whatever beliefs, he he probably is MAGA. But probably definitely, definitely. But that's one of the few niggas I'm willing to overlook. Because genius man, yo, that customer service is so fucking good. Yeah, have you ever had a shitty Chick Fil A experience? You know what's funny? The never. first thing I did when I came in Atlanta for your wedding, bro, I went to Chick Fil A. <laughs> bro, I, I I dined inside. That's the first time I ever dined inside. 
bro believe me not I, I i swear to you this is the only time this has ever happened to me they bring the food to my table not only that shorty brings a platter of sauces like yo which one would you like for your sandwich i said <laughs> what yeah wolfgang pucks yo she brought all of the sauces i was like uh take a bro. polynesian thank you i was like yo they were so <laughs> chick-fil-a got that a1 customer service like man. i don't know what basic like you told me what basic training is like in in, in the air force i want to know what basic training is like at chick-fil-a because the For shit real. these niggas is on yo they on one they they yo the standard is here the standard is here i've never had good fast food customer service remotely close to chick-fil-a outside of chick-fil-a like that's just a fact so but sorry to you back on back on type the tangent. But nah, that's that's exactly how I felt, and you know I kind of wanted to bring that. That was that was like the main purpose. But you know, as far as the brand goes, once I got it established, I guess like the more meaningful thing about it is you know I wanted it to just push like positivity and inspire, um, you know, market it more to like youth than like mm-hmm. young men and like young men and stuff like that. And, you know, um, the first couple of designs I came from, you know, it had like um, positive messages on there and I kind of made it, you know, about my upbringing. So, like, I think the first shirt I made was kind of like ready to it was kind of like the ready to die logo. You know, it had like, you know, like on the ready to die, it was like Biggie on the cover. Mm-hmm. So I kind of made it like that and I kind of put like, you know, is King powerful, like a whole bunch of positive messages. And then, you know, um, Jay-Z had this song. Yeah, was that on Blueprint? Um, I can't remember which Blueprint, but I think it was the first one. Um, Heart of the City. So I mm-hmm. had, like, the second one was kind of, like, Heart of the City, but it was really the all five boroughs of New York. So it was, like, you know, it had, like, like that's, like, that's me. Like, that's where I'm from. And, you know, it was, yeah. like, dope because it was, like, shaped like a real heart. You know, niggas normally rock the I Love New York joint. Yeah. But uh, you know, I kind of made it like the heart of the city, and I thought it was, I thought it was really dope. And then you know, I got um, a couple things like uh, live your dreams and stuff like that. And you know, like with the hat, I just wanted to you know make it somewhat motivational and you know represent me in, at the same time. And you know, uh, with the chance clothing, not only is that my son's name, but you know, it's also kind of like for black people, we, you know, we take chances on leaving the house every day, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, we all got to take a chance in life. And, you know, I think that's very, that's very important. And, you know, I wanted to include that in the brand. So um, no, that's my, definitely that's, that's my main motives for the brand. And, you know, it is what it is. Kind of check it out. You know, I even probably reading stuff like this. Um, it's a dope book. Yeah, it's really short. Check. It's a really dope book, and you know it gives like really good tips on like marketing and stuff. And it's short. You can read this in yeah. like an hour. Those are good books to read. Just get that like that uh that like almost that entrepreneurship mindset. Because like I said, it takes so much. You gotta have a. You gotta know how to market yourself. Market your content. Market your, yeah. your brand. Market your product. So it's always good. I think the key thing in life is like we always gotta keep just learning and shit and like. That's one thing I like about everybody in this chat. I, I I like that none of us is like complacent, especially you. You you definitely like you willing to pick your shit up and move. If it's like yo fuck it, what I want to do is in fucking North Dakota. I could see you saying yo fuck it. I'm out. You're not <laughs> I'm afraid. Out. You don't get comfortable. And I think a lot of people gotta have that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, only you only get one life, and I definitely think this state is a flower state, but. 
But uh, <laughs> you only get one life, and you know, <laughs> I just fly wanna, the state. I just want to experience as much as I can, and you know, as much as I want to live in New York, you know. It's it's a struggle out there, man. It's tough. Would you Stro- would you Stro- ever Stro- move Stro- back tough. to New York if the it opportunity is, presented bro, itself? It is tough. I would <laughs> not really. Like it's the funny thing. I even see a quote. Like if I okay, I'll say this. So if there was ever a way, I mean, maybe because like I still got my immediate family that lives there, but mm-hmm. I seen this post. I don't even know if I reposted it, but. <laughs> I, I seen this post. It was like in the, it was like on the M line or something. And somebody wrote on the, uh, in the subway, you know, it was like people moved, it was like rich people moved to New York to be poor and poor people moved to New York to be rich. Oh, I didn't so see that. I, yeah. I was like, yo, that's crazy. I was like, that's true. Yeah. And the James scheme of things, people come here to get, like, in terms of like housing and shit, to basically like spend all their money on rent and be poor. Bro. And you got people that don't have shit. Like, oh, I'm coming from my small town. I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to be this. That's, yeah. that's, that's New York in a nutshell. Bro, yeah. I got like, bro, the house I still got in Dallas, but I could, that's like a mansion. That's literally, yeah. it's like a Yo, nah, bro, yeah, I, I didn't realize Dallas, Dallas real estate is crazy. I had a coworker. She just went to, uh, she went to Dallas, actually, just to do a residency. And she was like, yeah, I got like a four bedroom house. I forgot how much. It was like, only like a couple hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, yo, I can't get that's a fact shit in New York for that. <laughs> no way, bro. No way, I'm moving. I might be able to get a studio in Brownsville at best <laughs> for like four hundred thousand. Brownsville, if I'm lucky. Oof. Bro, only way I'm moving back there is I'm rich and I could get a penthouse so I could just see a view. And it, that wouldn't even be my main house. I would probably still live <laughs> in Texas. I probably just have like an extra. I'll probably Airbnb the penthouse or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Yeah, you know, New York is it, it is what it is. It's tough, man. We'll see. I, I'll visit this. I'll visit that that decision when that time comes for me, whenever. But <sighs> it's crazy, man. But uh, before we wrap up, you got anything you want to leave our our listeners? I'm gonna say our viewers. <laughs> um. Nah, just make sure. Um, I just want to make sure y'all follow me on YouTube. Check out the uh, YouTube channel, y'all. I'm a, Honestly, I'm a subscriber. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm probably one of your y'all. first subscribers Appreciate since it. you first. But yo, you know what's funny about his YouTube channel? He does. He has a lot of this shit that you'd be like, damn, I wonder what that's like. Like even the just like the the test drive and the Tesla shit. It's shit I've never done. And I'm like, yeah, yo, I, I like that one, bro. Yeah, it, it gives you ideas. Y'all should do that, bro. I really, I really trying to test drive the McLaren. I just don't feel like they already. Well, I don't know if I could test drive it, but they said I could film. So I've been really meaning to do that for a while, but I just haven't. It's just like a long drive. The McLaren dealership is like kind of far from where I'm at. Okay, I've been dreading driving over there, <laughs> but yeah, they said I, I, I reached out to them. They said I could test drive or whatever, or film or whatever. So I just got to get out dope. there. Yeah, now nah, check out the YouTube page for, for uh they can find you as Dream Big, right? Is it Dream Big NYC? Uh What's yeah, Dream channel? Big uh oh my YouTube channel is the Amazing Life of Chris. Amazing uh, Life of Chris. And then on uh Instagram, y'all can follow me, Dream Big NYC underscore. And I already did my clothing line plug, so I won't do that again. Check but, that out. But yeah, man, just <laughs> I post it into the description. But now nah, we gotta get you back on here, man. Like I said, knock on wood. You ain't hopefully never <laughs> get deployed. Uh, but uh, shit sounds lit. Yeah, I ain't gonna hold you. The, the Air Force yeah. is sounding like a sexy option. Do y'all get like recruitment bonuses? 
if you recruit people uh, to join? Um, I don't think so. I, uh, I was gonna plug. One, but... I was gonna plug that I... in. Like, yo, if you're thinking about joining the Air Force, hit in Chris Welch so you get to recruit me. But I, but, <laughs> yeah, but I, I think I might go for a recruiter role. Like, if I decide to do twenty, I think yeah. I might try to do a recruiter. I'm trying to get. I really would have been in New York probably around now because my my bro my little bro is talking spicy real spicy which one the, 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 the yeah. one that, he's uh, at uh, south shore oh he well he not a, yeah he used to be at south shore but he not at south shore no more i have a funny uh, story about your little brother by the way before we uh, you continue you can finish uh, remind me before we get off this podcast funny story uh, about him all right <laughs> uh, yeah they the both of them i got another brother too he used to go to madison um i think he used to be on the varsity team scrubs scrubs <laughs> scrubs they used to they used to roast me for running track and blah blah blah, blah. and then <laughs> scrubs scrubs no offense. i remember i saw one at camp last year i'm like wow this is like the dark skin chris <laughs> <laughs> like dark skin young yeah. chris yeah he looked just like he looked just like me but nah, that's they, funny they both do they uh <laughs> i don't know just different paths but yeah they they talk a real spicy they try to hoop they try to play back. Trying to hoop. Yeah, dunk on little bro sometime. Let them know who's the big bro and shit. Nah, your brother, man, he's so funny. I, I, I'll i never forget this because this was after your wedding, I want to say. And I'm running oh. the New York City Marathon. And your brother's working the water station. It's <laughs> I, I remember it like it was yesterday. Your brother's w- walking. He's working like somewhere like mile seven, mile eight. Like that part from like... uh. Somewhere between Bay Ridge and like Park Slope on like Third Avenue, not too far from JP's crib. So I'm running or Fifth Avenue, whatever Avenue, fuck it. So I'm running and the water station's coming. So I I I I recognize his face from afar. He recognizes me. He goes, Elijah. <laughs> but but see, I'm trying to grab the water and he's so excited that he, let it go. he completely flops to transfer to the, the, the water to me. So fumbles it, and I'm like, yo, it spills like Gatorade all over my arm. And I'm like, son. <laughs> so hey. I literally don't get water that stop. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And not that, like, nah, like, you you need your water in the marathon just because of how, like, draining it is, like, for fluid-wise. But I was rolling, yo. I, I was like, yo, this is so funny. It was so funny. I wish somebody could have recorded that moment. I was like, yo, give me the damn water. Like, I, I specifically went to him because I knew him. Right. And it was just—it was funny, bro. Good times, good times. So, so speaking of the marathon, I—I'm not—I can't remember if this was in the previous episodes, but what? What? Tell me about the finish line. What? Tell me about Ooh. the finish. I—I I can't remember if I listened to this on pod or you like posted about it or whatever. Oh, 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 oh no! I don't think it, that was a half marathon when I shitted myself. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I could give you that. No, that was, a, that was that. on the podcast. Yeah, for those of you, for any new listeners, I'm gonna bring this up. We're gonna burn this episode, but nah. Uh, so, so this is what qualified me to run the the marathon. So basically, or, or was it? Oh no, I wasn't. It was the, it was a, I can't remember, but whatever. It's the Brooklyn Half Marathon, and yo, so my for some dumbass reason that year prior, my race day meal was a hard boiled egg and oatmeal and OJ, and I was good. But you know when you ever run for long distance, you used to run, you used to do long runs and shit. You ever done a long run and your stomach just like, like you just going <laughs> up and down, your colon shaking and shit, and you get the <laughs> shits. So like, I ain't gonna hold you for as long as I've been running, 
I've always been able to hold my shit like for however long I want to run. Like I, I'll clench my cheeks, you know, I'm gonna keep going, I'm gonna do whatever I do. All of a sudden, I'm I'm running the Brooklyn Half Marathon. So the Brooklyn Half Marathon is like from the Brooklyn Museum all the way to Coney Island, right? So oh, hell no. So I'm running, I'm on Ocean Parkway, I'm at like mile 10, alternate head. But it, it's a little wet. But you know how you you ever feel you ever feel one of those shits? And you kind of like, nah, that ain't real. <laughs> and then when you check later, you realize nothing really came out. That's so that's crazy. what I'm thinking it is. Oh, my God, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, and then with the, when the marathon finishes, it finishes in the Cyclone Stadium, MCU Park. So I'm walking around and I'm like, oh, yo, it's not kind of shitty over here. I'm like, yo, one of these white people smell like shit, yo. Like, yo, one of y'all white <laughs> niggas really smell like y'all shit yourselves. So then I'm like, is that me? <laughs> Yo, I go in the bathroom. I'm like, oh my god, I just shitted myself, bro. Wow. When I say I literally bodied the short shorts, bro. Luckily, my <laughs> mom had came, so I literally just I had I had on like the the sweatpants. I had like soccer sweatpants. I just literally threw, took off my short shorts. I, I free balled it. I free balled it home in uh in, in soccer sweatpants. But yeah, ever since then, I don't do eggs before races no more. Can't do it, bro. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I I remember that episode. Though. Yo, that shit was one of the funniest. It was funny. Like I can laugh at it now. In the moment, yo, I was sick, bro. I bro, was sick. I'm like, how, bro? How? Like, yo, and the thing I, is, I would never do a marathon. They be having porter potties on the marathon, like along the route. But it's like I'm trying to run fast. I'm trying to qualify for the next marathon. I don't want to, you know, if I, I, I go take a dookie, yeah, I gotta hit the standard, like. I'm I'm good enough to hit the standard. I'm not good enough to take a shit for ten minutes and then hit the standard. Like I don't think anybody can. I don't think anybody can. That you have to be world. I don't even think the most world class nigga can do that. Like that's it's that bad. Unless you shit in like in four minutes. But yeah, man, don't do half marathons. Don't do marathons. I don't recommend it. I do like a Highly, mud run or something or like Yeah, do the tough mothers, the tough mothers, the mud runs, all that. Do not do marathons. But uh <laughs> That's it, man. Akil, you got anything you want to leave the people with before we sign off? I was gonna have this big rant, but I'm not gonna do that today. Save it, it was for another crazy, pod. Crazy, crazy day today. But short right, but, but uh short story, I I got rid of the Volkswagen, so uh, sold the Volkswagen. Yeah, yeah, no man. Car? I got rid of that shit. I got a Honda now, so. Hey, it's a Honda, Chevy. Hey, what type of Honda? I'm a Honda guy too. What you got? It's a Honda Accord. Oh, I also got yeah. a Accord. So we all, we all, we all, we uh, all JDM now. So there you go. Good, Chris, good, you got good Infinity, right? Yeah, I got an Infinity. Yeah, so we all, we all Japanese now. There you go. That's the a Japs better make route. good cars. But they make good cars. Yeah, I, I I had a Volkswagen short story. I had a <laughs> I had a um damn what year was I? I'll just say this is my senior year. Um <laughs> so I had this Ford Explorer for a little bit that I was commuting with. It was like 97. <laughs> I think I remember that shit. Yeah, this shit. I definitely feel like we drove with you to the casino and that shit. Probably I definitely remember that. Probably shit. did. Um <laughs> That shit conked out on me, and I got, <laughs> I had got this. Uh, I just say it's an old one Jetta. It was like red. I got it off Craigslist, so it was oh, like God. all red. The inside of the engine bay looked like it was freshly painted. Mm. Um, 
everything. You know, I like the little lights. You know, Volkswagen got the nice lights inside. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was like, woo! It got it, it, it gets you. Yeah, it got a sunroof. I was like, the attention grabber. Yep. I was like, damn, I'm about to be pimping, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got it for like a couple thousand dollars. I can't remember what the mileage was. It was probably like over a hundred thousand, probably. Jeez. Um, but it was cool. It drove, blah blah blah. I had it in. I parked it in my backyard for like a little while because you know, DMV in New York is stupid. Oh, you know, you got you know, like, oh, registration. Spend, spend a week in the DMV, so you know, I had to wait till I got that taken care of. And then, like, I swear, I kid you not, I drove that shit for like maybe two or three times and like for whatever reason like the transmission or something just went like it could not go in <laughs> it couldn't go forward it was something stupid like it could, go, it could only challenge. reverse like, it could only reverse and it couldn't go forward it was sounds like volkswagens yeah if you realize on this podcast volkswagens is a dud caca nice car nice car though Nice car, but in the long run, don't buy them used, I guess. That's what it sounds nope. like. Don't buy used Volkswagens. Uh-uh. Never works out. <sighs> but all right, man. Yo, Chris has been real. Definitely, you're welcome to be on the pod anytime. Been a very, very good guest, man. Um, everybody, if you haven't done so, check out the YouTube Patreon. Yo, got a lot of content, bro. Like, literally everything from... Test driving a Tesla to waxing his wife's armpit. <laughs> the light, the light demo. Huh? Oh yeah, the light demo. Actually, quick story. I actually use that in my in my apartment. So thank yeah. you. Oh yeah, yeah. Appreciate Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. As long, oh, yeah. as long as you got the power off, you won't die. Exactly. <laughs> That's all so, you yeah, need. Check, it, check your shit out for real, for real. This is dope content. Dope content. Check out his uh, IG page, man. And um, yeah, man, we appreciate you. You could be on this pod anytime. Uh, for you regular listeners, for the new listeners, subscribe on. Um, we're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. I don't know who the fuck uses iHeartRadio, but we're on that shit now. You know that shit exists. Subscribe existed. if you haven't done so. iHeartRadio is probably cacao, but you know, we support them. But uh, yo, subscribe, download, and rate and review in the comments section. I see too many raids i don't see enough comments make sure you comment man comment 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 if you haven't already done so appreciate you guys for the support man and uh until next time guys peace out peace